what's up everyone and welcome to another episode of in these current times i am your friendly neighborhood host the juggernaut and it's been way too long yeah um so once again i apologize with long hiatus but i promise you this time around i couldn't make any promises so i um throughout february i was settling in my new place and i was also adjusted to my new job because both places i kind of got relocated um to places um to uh, where i'm working where i'm living now is closer but the adjustment period was kind of longer than i expected um so yeah i'm i'm, I'm fully settled in right now so i'm thinking that with, with the new months them start afresh try to be more consistent um i can't promise a, a regular schedule yet but one thing i can definitely promise is more recordings because like i said i have my own place now um my farm which have to keep me busy i've kind of found it to delegate most of the tasks to other people so i have more time now like i've had way more free time to focus on uh, my own personal life time and even you know my own hobbies like movies and stuff because i'm even way behind i mean i recently just watched person both last wish i don't know why it took so long for me to watch it i really wish i watching cinema's beautiful movie so yeah um anyway i'm back now um, I try to do like two or three recordings a week. I also try to get more guests on. I know you people love me when I have guests on time on, on the air and stuff like that. So today's um, topic is going to just cover the month of March and the movies that are coming out. Now, um, for those that don't know, um, Film House is my preferred theater of choice to go to watch a movie here in Nigeria. And they actually have a subscription program that a lot of people are not privy to. I've used it in the past, um, the last year I used it a lot. And the cool thing about this is you pay a minimum of 6,000 Naira and you have access to the cinema. Basically unlimited because you get to watch a minimum of four movies a day from Monday to Friday. Now it excludes weekends and public holidays, obviously for obvious reasons. But it's a really good deal. It's a great way to watch movies you're not too sure about. You're gonna see, you know, indie films that you are kind of skeptical about and you don't have to spend that much money on. And they can even get to rewatch multiple movies that you love. For example, due to that process, I was able to watch Dune three times in the cinemas just because of how much I loved the movie. So anyway, um, I had even forgotten. Because I, I plan to do the subscription for June, because June has a lot of bangers. You know, you have Across the Spider Verse, you have The Flash, you have Indiana, Indiana Jones Five, you have Transformers and things like that. Then I was going across like a, a, a blog or whatever for the movies in March, and I was like, wait, hold up, March, ha- March also starts with movies, so I'm looking to renew that my subscription so I can watch these movies, probably even revisit them, and you know, enjoy them and stuff like that. And then we have TV shows coming, but that would be for a different episode. Um, the Mandalorian season three is, i think is premiering today um the last of us has been great so far i was going to keep on doing reviews weekly reviews for that but i didn't have time unfortunately maybe when the show wraps up i'll be able to do a total breakdown but it's been phenomenal so far yeah so anyway without much further ado let's get into today's topics march madness the movies of march and um i, I i've highlighted um six major six or seven major blockbusters or just not, not blockbusters but major movies are i'm looking forward to and i'm gonna definitely check out starting off oh my god i mean ever since i heard the concept and premise of this movie i had been hooked the title itself sells sells what its premises and that is cocaine beer now <laughs> it's very very loosely based on a true story in the fact that a drug smuggler was flying the plane and decided to dump the drugs was carrying which was like a lot of cocaine the cocaine landed in a well in the wilderness where a cocaine came out uh, sorry a bear came across it to eat and then it of course that was a lot of drugs for a kind of beast and it died out of a cardiac arrest of course such premise was right for hollywood interpretation right and um um phil lord and chris miller 
you are from you know them they're the guys that directed 20, 21 jump street movies they worked on lego um, spider lego movie and uh, into the spider verse but anyway so they decided to make a movie out of it and the trailer is hilarious i mean the cast is also stacked because you have people like kerry russell the late ray liota and among others and what makes it intriguing is i just love the fact that it's a mode that don't take itself too seriously and i'm really looking forward to it the trailer looks really cool the cgi on the bed looks really wonderful by the way that that actually surprised me because i believe the budget for the movie is about 30 minutes i'm sorry 30 million but the only one hesitation i have about the movie though is the director in the form of Elizabeth Banks. Now, Elizabeth Banks is actually a wonderful actor, actress. I like her as an actress. I think she's really cool. Um, she's she done, she appeared in a lot of things. I really enjoyed her in um, from Pitch Perfect to um, Slither. Hell, even Man, Man on the Ledge, that movie. I remember, I don't know why, I watched that movie like on a wimp and I remember just kind of digging it. Yeah, but so far as a director, I've not loved that works. Uh, Pitch Perfect 3, I couldn't even go watch it um charlie's angels i really couldn't get past the first 10 minutes um but i really hope she has improved she has used those 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 other movies as, as stepping stones to kind of improve her craft because um the premise is so good it's delicious i really really hope it's good like i said it's not a movie i expecting that much depth or philosophy from you don't need that sometimes go just kick back put your brain in your pocket and just enjoy a pop fun movie so i really hope cocaine bear delivers moving on um we have now this is a movie I'm, I'm a sucker for sport movies especially any movie that do boxing or combat sports like ufc mma and what have you this is the reason why i loved the rocky movies the reason why i loved warrior uh even real steel even though it was robot boxing you know you still had that energy about it now creed has been a movie that i remember when the first creed was dropping i was like eh do we really need an extension of the rocky franchise in a, in a spin-off i mean is it still worth it and I really enjoyed Creed 1. I really did. It, I mean, I think it was Antoine Foucault that directed that one. It was really, really well done. No, not Antoine Foucault, sorry. The director of Black Panther. Um, God damn it, why is his name escaping me right now? Anyway, it's come back later. Yeah, anyway, so... Um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed his work on the direction. I mean, you know, some of the boxing movies just gives you this adrenaline and this pumping feeling that you just want to go out there and fight. But it's just cool because there's always the story of the underdog rising up against trials. Look, it's a cliche story, but that's not a problem. I, I would rather stomach, I would rather watch a formulaic movie with great directing, good cinematography and great performances than an original movie, air quotes, that is just lazily written, the plot is contrived, the use of music, machina, it's just bloated and over you know overextended but yeah the create one movie was really good um create two now i didn't love it as much as create one but i still enjoyed it for what it was i love what they tried to do with bringing ivan drago's son and all that and then create three is coming and one thing that makes me really intrigued about create three is i love the fact that they, they themselves know that okay where can we go the character of adonis creed has gotten this fame and fortune that's risen to the, to the top how can we make his story still more compelling and then they do a classic um childhood friend trauma kind of situation songs from his past comes back to haunt him that wants his glory and the character is played wonderfully by jonathan majors who is a fantastic actor man i remember I, by the way i just actually finished watching lovecraft country i've been meaning to watch it for a long time but i finally got time because it was on show max great shows it's, it's unfortunate it, was, it got cancelled um jonathan majors was amazing he was good in the five bloods he was really awesome in that um i loved him um in loki and also 
and also Antoine Quantumania. Now, I, I might have not loved Antoine Quantumania on his own, but his performance as Kang was really worthwhile. I really liked it. He's, he's a phenomenal actor, that's what I'm going to say. And man, his, the way he has bulked up for Creed, yeesh, he, he looks truly, truly intimidating. Now, one that's really, really intriguing about the Creed 3 movie is the fact that it's Michael B. Jordan's first directorial debut. Uh, first directorial debut, but you know what I mean, it's first time directing. Now, obviously, this has like causes a cause for portion and um cause for concern a bit because you're like a first time director handling kind of kind of a large scale movie but the reason why i'm a bit optimistic is the fact that first of all he's he's played he's, he's been an actor for a long time so he kind of he would have been learning about working behind the camera that's number one and number two he has already been, he's not actually was directing creed one he has seen creed one and creed two he has seen a blueprint he's been he has starred in it so i feel like that at least has more faith that if you're going to start start directing a movie I don't take it on a kind of slightly big budget movie like this. It makes sense to direct a movie that you've also starred in yourself. You've, you've worked in front of the camera multiple times. You've worked with the director behind the camera. And I think it was a, it was a producer on the movie. So I, I'm, I'm really optimistic on that, if, um, to be honest. So hopefully we'll see how Creed 3 pans out. Now, moving on. Um, okay. <laughs> the Scream franchise is one of those movies that, you know, whatever year comes out, People are just gonna watch it because it's kind of cheap to produce, you know, give, give or take. I mean, just a bunch of teenagers obsessed with pop culture, with one person taken to the extreme and doling out their own form of sick justice on the other teenagers. Um, Scream, the last Scream movie that came out last year really surprised me. I think it was 2022 or 2021, but that really surprised me. The one that had um, uh, Jenna Ortega, obviously, and um, um, the guy from The Boys, uh, Ryan, um, goddamn, Dennis Quaid's son. Jack Quaid, yeah. I really found myself, I didn't love it as much as a lot of people did, but I thought it was really endearing and kind of fun. You know, a lot of logic flaws, but that's relevant. So we have Scream 6 coming this And um, I'm not going to say I'm overexcited for it, but considering at least what they were able to do with the last Scream movie, I guess Scream 5 is what we're going to call it, uh, I'm open-minded to the possibility of Scream 6. Like I said, you know, it's, it's, it's a casual popcorn film. We don't have to think too much about it. As long as they're good creative kills, and you know the characters you know are kind of just it's a self-aware movie it's kind of meta they know they follow the tropes of horror movie. they don't know they're in a movie but they, they kind of play on the tropes of being in a movie so yeah uh, not much like excitement or what have you but i'm definitely curious about it all right moving on we have okay now this is a movie that when it was first announced i was like eh but then considering what video game adaptations have been doing in the, in the recent years first from the um, animated side of Castlevania and the Legend of Vox Machina and then having even the live action Last of Us just kicking it out of the park um, <clears throat> then the first trailer dropped and I was like okay you know what I'm sold for sure and that is Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves my goodness the trailer is so much fun it's hilarious it's it's full of adventure and wonder it literally feels like a Dungeons and Dragons campaign and that alone shows me that they know they understand the tone that they're meant to be going for and i'm really really excited for it the cast is also very flattering you have chris pine uh playing like one of the lead characters you have justice smith who have been coming up really well um he was really good in detective pikachu you have uh Renel page i can never pronounce his name right anyway the guy from uh Bridgerton, i was also in the gray man um you have michelle rodriguez i mean look one thing about michelle rodriguez is this she always plays this badass female character yeah it might get tropey and old but uh, he's always fun in it. She's playing the barbarian. Um, we have Hugh Grant playing the villain. 
I think like a charismatic villain among other things. So I'm really really looking forward to it. The trailers have been so hilarious. I saw a clip from it that was on on, on Instagram regarding them resurrecting uh, a corpse and giving it seven, five questions before you can you can go back. We reanimated the corpse, so and you can ask the five questions before it goes back to being a corpse. And then it just blew. It was just hilarious. The visuals look really good. My goodness, the stone dragon, the the the, the owl bear that the girl morphs into. Yeah, I'm definitely sold on it. I really hope the movie delivers because this trailer is so good, so creative. It's funny, you know, the characters, I mean, it's just, yeah, it looks really, really fun. The dynamic even looks good between characters and things like that. Uh, you have that, that, that Rene Jopage, I really can't pronounce his name right, playing this kind of paladin warrior and he, he has no sense of humor. He's very stoic. You have Justice Smith kind of being the mage, the kind of... Um, neurotic mage and things like that, and then you have, of course, his, um, um, Chris Pine is playing like a bard, very overconfident and and silver tongues bard. So I'm really looking forward to it. Seriously, I, I really love the trailers, and I hope it doesn't disappoint. Then lastly for today, uh, Black Adam came out last year, and I'm not gonna lie, um, I didn't love the movie, but I definitely had fun with the movie. Uh, the action was spectacular. The CGI for the most part was pretty good. The VFX was pretty good. I thought it was a uh, yeah. Um, you know, like I said, it was a fun movie, it wasn't great or, or, or anything. Now, on the flip side, I actually like Shazam, love Shazam 1 a lot more than most people. I thought they did a good job just kind of creating the character of Shazam and also Billy Batson. A lot of people complain about the character, the like, personality shift between Billy Batson and Shazam, but I actually thought it made sense because I mean, it's almost a different personality. It's, it might be the same person, but because he's in a different body, he feels way more confident. I, I, I can relate to that because I know how I feel like. I'm, I'm someone that is naturally quite introverted and a bit shy. Whenever, like for Halloween, because I'm always in costume, I become the character I am, and I'm way more confident and I'm way more charismatic and just out there. You know, I don't really care. I'm way more, you know, kind of extroverted when, when it comes to that. So I kind of relate with that, and I really love the I love the, the whole dynamic. It was kind of fun movie with the villain of Savannah and things like that. Now, um, Shazam 2 trailers have dropped, and I, did, I wasn't in front of the first trailer. I thought the second trailer was a bit better. Of course, I do love the addition of Helen Mirren and um, Lucy Liu. Oh, Lucy Liu, beautiful woman, man. Great actress as well. Helen Mirren is just a goat, undoubtedly. And seeing what they're doing with this one, I'll be curious. Um, the trailers look, and I know this sounds kind of cliche to say, but they look really CGI heavy in the sense that there's not much grounding. You no, know, uh, one thing I like about Black Adam is despite the VFX and CGI on it, there's a, a little bit of groundedness because of the, of the kind of ferocity of the character itself. You know, um, it, was, it was really cool to kind of just see like the, the explosions and and, the, and the kind of there was a grittiness to it. I really hope this doesn't get too blown out of proportion. That it feels a little bit like Antman Quantumania. Some of the issues that Antman Quantumania was the fact that. Yes, we know that they aren't really in the quantum realm and they're not on set. It's uh, it's they're not in live a live set. It's a green screen and what have you. But a lot of moments in it that really felt like they were standing in front of a screen. It was almost felt like you could feel it. Kind of. I really hope that we don't get that disconnect with Shazam. Other than that, I really like it. I love Zachary Levi as Shazam. He's hilarious. He gets the personality down to the T. Um, you know, the one thing I'm a bit precarious about is the Shazam family because. One of my least favorite parts in the first movie was the ending when the Shadow family came. It, it was cute to see, but that whole sequence when they are fighting the seven deadly demons just felt dragged, dragged on and dragged on. But I'm really hoping that they have a bit more agency. They just feel like 
one-dimensional character like yeah i run fast and i'm witty yeah i'm kind of strong and i'm i'm shy or i'm soft-spoken i kind of hope they will have more agency to their characterizations you know something akin to like guardians of the galaxy because with guardians of the galaxy we have multiple characters but each of them might be more fleshed out so i'm really looking forward to this and i really really hope this movie delivers because i was a huge fan of the first Shazam movie it didn't make a ton of money at the box office but i think it made enough to be profitable anyway but it wasn't that it wasn't a failure so i really hope this is really good because dc needs to be rained out especially this since these are movies that are pre james Gunn's era so I really, really hope it does well. Like I said, I love what I'm seeing so far. And, and those, are, those are the movies I'm definitely looking forward to. Of course, there are a lot of other movies. There are smaller movies. There are indie films and things like that that might not be under my radar right now. I might even be in the cinema. But let me know what you guys think. Uh, if it's another movie you think you are looking forward to, that I should probably mention or give my opinion on. Thanks for listening as always, guys. Um, I'm going to try to make this more consistent. Um, don't want to make any promises. I'm going to break, obviously. But thanks for listening, guys. And as always, guys, stay safe and stay tuned.